In this week's episode of Five Guys Flicking Around, we're talking about San Andreas, the disaster flick starring Paul Giamatti as a brilliant man who invents a technology so revolutionary that it saves countless lives as earthquakes decimate California. The Rock is also in the movie and plays a man who tries to save his daughter from drowning with the help of his ex-wife who left him because The Rock let their other daughter drown. Also, we should note that this episode was recorded back in September, and the audio was messed up for the first 30 minutes, but there's so many songs jammed into this episode you'll hardly notice. Finally, as a special surprise for the fans, a familiar friend has returned to the pod whose name rhymes with Dyke. Guys, let's talk about 2015 San Andreas. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed the helicopter with a car. Those are bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A hey, lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Hello! I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. Woo! Hi! Hello! Hi. You're tuning in to our very special September 11th episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. (laughs) That will probably come out sometime in December. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, America. Never forget the day we recorded this podcast. That's right. Yeah. Also, are we just going to, you know, sweep over the fact that John Ritter died 17 years ago today. So like, ouch! Uh, shout out that's John still Ritter. a fresh wound, Kyle. <laughs> it is kind of weird that we're doing a disaster movie on 9/11, and I didn't and, make that connection. And but... we're doing a San Francisco movie while the city's on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So also cool. A lot pretty, of pretty, pretty ominous pod for us. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. hoping when this then this actually gets out, uh, that will all be dealt with. Brandon, you suggested this no, movie. You can go last. So you're going to wait till the end to do your first impression. Why don't we start with Kyle? Wait, wait, wait. Today we're talking about 2015 San Andreas. Oh, yeah. Do another uh, intro. Make okay. it sound like punchy and like less depressing. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. Yeah, woo! No, Today great. we're talking about 2015 San Andreas. Boom, 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 boom. Starring DTR Johnson. I'm loving it. Let's jump into first impression. Kyle, you want to start with first impression? No, this vibe on the second start's a little different than the first start. I think Brandon should start it off. All right. I'm open <laughs> forum, so we'll take your suggestion ordering. and we'll run with it. Brandon, no, I'll, first I'll impression. I'll pick it up, yeah. Let me do first impressions. This is the first time I've ever seen this movie. I don't know why Paul Giamatti is in this movie. Pollard, first impression. Um, there's a lot of people getting completely obliterated in an instant right next to our protagonists. Yeah. Which was like a really fun, like I, I know I will watch this again just to like look at all the deaths. 
Um, yeah, I saw this movie in theaters by myself. So, Kyle, uh, we haven't heard you first yet. First impression. I hate disaster movies. Paul, yeah. do you want to get started with the uh, the Ryan P. plot rundown? I was, but I'm not. All right, I'll do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I always do the freaking plot rundown, and you guys have been flicking around me. Every time I show up, oh, mm-hmm. you're going to do the plot rundown? You, I, you guys have been doing the plot rundown without me? Yeah, I know. We did it pretty so not, why, we, why not the well, hell? Not well. Why the hell am I expected to always do it every time I show up? You're the numbers and words guy. I just feel like <laughs> the weight on my shoulders needs to be shifted. All right. I will. Uh, I didn't prepare anything, but I'll wing a plot rundown for you. Wing it. So the movie opens, and we see... Oh, wait. I call this scene, Sand Can Save Us. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. Sand Can Save Us. Yeah. So That's we open good. in the San Fernando Valley. You do the chapters thing. Sort of. I did like two, and then I abandoned it. I think I might have a couple. <laughs> so there's this one, it. and then there's the next one, and then it's over. Okay. <laughs> um, we're in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, we see a girl driving. She's listening to Taylor Swift. Style. You got that Style was a song that Taylor Swift released the stems for oh. so that you could remix on your own. And I started my own remix, never finished it. When I wake up, I bring the stakes up. Open my eyes, get me a chaser. Take a shot, beat drops. I grab a mop, clean my place up. Today it's hot, so I got to warm my face up. Uh, love this scene because this girl keeps picking up her phone and you yeah. think she's going to crash into another car. Yeah, like, it was like a horror movie of like every yeah. time she opens the curtain, you think and she's, she's going to get stuck. she's on windy spent. roads. Like I've looked at my phone while I'm driving, Yeah, but not not on those roads. I don't. Yeah, just what a <laughs> stupid bitch. Uh, so there's a rock slide. The car bounces down into the canyon and we cut to the rock. Inter- um, he's up. Chief Gaines, I'm told that between Afghanistan and LAFD, you have over 600 documented rescues. That's uh, pretty impressive. Just doing my job, ma'am. Go where they tell me to go. The two guys are being interviewed in the helicopter. They're why? fire department helicoptermen. Yeah, why is there a reporter with them? But this is also like the best reveal of The Rock because like, you see these other characters, she's interviewing them. And then the camera just slowly zooms in on his face and you get like the sun flare in the camera. Yeah, amazing. And it's just, it's like that moment, it gave me everything that I wanted. Yeah. I just yeah. like glorifying The Rock's form. The Rock saves Natalie. Uh, he rips the car door off. Of course is, he does. Which yeah. is like, I'm out of options here. Let me just rip this door I off. I struggled more <laughs> opening like a bag of chips than he struggled ripping off yeah, the car. Yeah. And I've definitely done the like last gasp. Like I'm, I'm fed up with this thing. Let me like force the drawer out or whatever it is. Yeah. And like yeah. it always never works. It's always <laughs> yeah. like I made it way and worse. And then you just, just bent something. And <laughs> yeah. that doesn't... Honestly, The Rock is fucking massive. In this. Like I believe it. Like yeah. he's at like his physical peak right, right. there. Like yeah. now he's like losing it a little. Like just Yeah. A no, bit. he like he's in that but... like fast five through like yeah, this. Yeah. Through like fast rip, seven. He can rip a car jacked. off. So good. So sexy. Yeah. He was super sexy. After he saves her, the car falls down and I... I was totally expecting a massive explosion. Mm, like once it fun. hit, just like an over the top. Winner takes it all. Winner takes it all. Winner takes it all. 
top. Um, then we moved to Paul Giamatti teaching a seismology yes. course at Caltech. And I like to call this scene, Paul G. Are We Fucked? I like <laughs> it. The stupidest right. That's it for the thing in the world. I think it's great. Can I we just it. can we just skip to like where they go to? Um... No, shut up. All right. <laughs> Giamatti, you can't skip over I that loved stuff. it, Brandon. This was like one of the best parts because it was I felt really like, interesting. I felt, no, but I loved it because I felt like Paul Giamatti was talking about earthquakes the way like other people talk about fucking. Like he's like, it was so powerful, in fact, that it moved the main island of Japan eight feet. The earth shook for five straight minutes. And that's not the biggest earthquake ever recorded. No, the biggest was four years earlier off the coast of Valdivia in southern Chile, a 9.5 on the Richter scale. Right there. Bam. Oh, no, no, no. That wasn't the biggest. Yeah. The biggest that shook was, yeah. the world for five minutes. And, like, yeah. he was just, like, really, like, hypersexualizing it, I felt like. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, but it was also, a dramatic like, reading of his lesson plan. <laughs> if, if it had got, I'm not, oh, no, I'm not no, saying no, no, that no. I have a problem with Paul Giamatti. We all love Paul Giamatti, obviously. Thank you. But, like, just the way that they have his character function in this movie, I think, is so stupid. And the things they have him do are so stupid. So, like... Mm. They go out to the Hoover Dam because they were like, they were like, oh, we have this new system where we detect electromagnetic pulses and that helps us predict earthquakes. Mm -hmm. And they predict an earthquake literally like five seconds before it happens. It it's the so most big. fucking useless piece of machinery ever invented. Yeah, it's like uh, a machine that can tell when rain's coming and it's like... Five you know, seconds before. Yeah, when it yeah. Lo looks like rain, rain's yeah. coming. You know how many lives they saved in those five seconds? None! None! At when they told, you know. Yeah, when they yeah, told everyone in San one. Francisco to get out of the city immediately. Like, that, oh my god. It was, Money it's in, so stupid. It's... Who, it's oh. No, keep Hoover going. Dance I'm sorry. Like, I'll chime he, in he later. He ran more than he has run in any other role <laughs> in that one. Like, maybe it was a stunt double, but still, his character ran more in that, like, 100-yard sprint. <laughs> He's just stunt wow. doubled by The Rock. Yeah, and also, <laughs> also just like... some huge buff guy <laughs> also, wearing a red wig. Why was Kim, like, inside the Hoover Dam? Because their machine is fucking useless. You need to get so close to the like <laughs> earthquake epicenter to detect anything. And then you go, ah, yes, an earthquake coming in five seconds. Um, then we see the rocket back to their headquarters, their uh, whatever they land, the helicopter. And he gets reprimanded for damaging the chopper, which is a very McSullivan move. Then we meet the rock's daughter. Which one? Oh, mama. Blake. Oh, not the dead one? We meet Blake. Right, no. Blake's got a couple of boulders herself. They basically wrote the movie, and then they're like, well, we didn't have her in a bikini. They teamed <laughs> up for Baywatch after this, guys. Yeah, they did. So they got her in a bikini after this one. Some people stand in the darkness. Some people need to help somebody. I'll be there. I'll be there. Never you fear. Oh, don't you fear. I'll be there.
Kyle and I did a deep dive on the okay. one bald guy in Baywatch. Because oh. it's like, he's not really an actor, and he's not in the show much, but he's in, like, every season, every episode. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, a real-life guard. Michael Newman, a.k.a. Numi. The new maniac, as he was known on the set. Yeah, he was a cool-looking <laughs> dude. 10 out of 10 would play poker with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's a new category we're going to be introducing. You rank a character, an actor, or a celebrity, yeah. one out of ten, how, how much you'd like to play poker I've heard the I've heard the who would you put in a round of golf. Like, who went four would you pick? Yeah. For, but the poker one's better. Because it's like, it's adversarial yeah. in nature. Yeah, because you know? you're not going to talk to them. Yeah. You're just going to, like, stare at them sometimes. It's like, I'd like John Lovitz, I guess. Probably bring a lot of money and feel like it'd be easy to read. Um, We find out that The Rock and uh, Carla, or his wife, are getting divorced. We don't know who his wife is yet Mm -hmm. at this point. Which, like, at first, because I hadn't seen the movie in a while, I was like, Yeah, who divorces this guy? Yeah, in what world? And it's like, Oh, when you have a dead kid, that's the only way that you divorce. That's the the only thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only thing that would get in the way. And it's like, He played a role in the death. You know, like if she had just died, it would have been like, We're in this together. But like, there's there's a lot of blame circulating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We go back to Hoover Dam and. Can we leave Hoover Dam already? Polly G and Kenny Wu are studying their data. And then the massive earthquake starts. Not really the massive one. This is the 7.1. Mm-hmm. Kenny Wu saves a girl. And uh, boom. Damn bus. We meet Carla Gugino. Yeah. Did you say your last name? Gugina. Yeah. Gugina. Okay. That's kitchen in Spanish. Is it? Cucina? Barefoot <laughs> Cucina. Cucina. Yeah. Hold on. Check this out. Check this out. Pronouncenames.com. Carla Gugino. There you go. <laughs> That's There's a great YouTube website. video. <laughs> like, how do we pronounce Carla Gugino? It's a YouTube Jesus. video. <laughs> what other names are in there? <laughs> I don't know, but I just thought it was funny that that was a YouTube Let's video. Let's listen to it. Give me a couple more. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, there's not any more in that YouTube? It was just hers. It was how to pronounce Carla Gugino video on YouTube. <laughs> That's wild. So, anyway, back to the movie. Um, Yeah, so The Rock can't drive his daughter up to San Francisco. Carla has clearly traded The Rock in for a more polished and refined stone, right? But a guy who's got a smaller penis. We don't know that. We don't see their penises. I would He probably didn't do steroids like The Rock, so, like, that's... Yeah, his sex drive... Right, I'm, right. Can we call him a Mark Anthony looking motherfucker? It's <laughs> call him Mark Anthony looking motherfucker. <laughs> it's one of those like, it's one of those like. Listen to me, baby. If you if you get divorced, you have to find someone who's opposite of your ex. Yes. Yeah. Or someone who looks exactly like your ex. <laughs> yeah. That's the other power move. Yeah. <laughs> so then we have miss? we have Paul. Paul Giamatti sits down for an interview. God damn it. Are you saying you think the whole San Andreas fault might go off? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Who should we call? Everybody. What a useful piece of information. And then they're like, they're like, who should we call? <laughs> he says, we should call everybody. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Great. Young Ben, he's he's young, dumb, and full of architectural ambition. To be an architect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's not dumb either. 
would no, say he's pretty yeah. bright. Yeah, he's very he's bright. Bright Ben. Measured, bright composed British usually. Ben. Bright British yeah. Ben boy. Yeah, British boy Ben. <laughs> bright British Ben boy brings his brother to the building. <laughs> building. <laughs> before before boning Blake. <laughs> Um, Red Bull clam chowder sounds amazing. Clam right chowder, now. let's do it. I will be right back. Uh, I got to go buy some clams. Did you say clam chowder or cran chowder? I said Brian Cranston chowder. Ah, okay. <laughs> now here's an ad. Hey, fashionistas, are you tired of wearing the same old tried and true blue jeans by Levi and Wrangler? Do you want your jeans to speak to your personality and have people saying? I know a lot about that person just by looking at their jeans as they walk past you in envy. Well, I certainly did. And that's why I created Carl's Cool Jeans, yo. These jeans will have you looking and feeling like a proud boy as you strut your stuff in one of our many patriotic prints. You want an American flag print covered pair of jeans? Well, we got you covered. Maybe you like the design we offer of four letter L's connected in the middle and rotated slightly. Check, check, and check. Depending on which state you live in, we also sell a stop the vote and count the vote pair of jeans, along with many more. So stop wearing boring old blue jeans and make a statement with God on your side in a pair of Carl's cool jeans, yo. So quit beating around the bush, get straight to the meat and potatoes. The big earthquake hits. Think of all the good you can do in the world if you knew eight minutes before an earthquake hit. Think of the life you would save. Fucked Paul Giamatti in this movie. Oh. So then they're running around the city. Uh, it's taco time! Alright! Is there cheese in those? I hope not. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Extra. Because that'll put you in a mood. Yeah, I'll fart. Um, Pauly G and his, uh, his sexy students find out that the, uh, the heat is still on. The heat is on! And there's going to be more earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Great, that's it, very useful information for everybody. Hey, there's going to be more earthquakes. <laughs> I love this because when the earthquake hits, I like being in a scene where there's an earthquake with earthquake experts in the room. Yeah, like, like knowing what, like, okay, stay calm. Like, like here it comes. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, that's a big one. Like, when the earthquake hits, you know that they understand what's going on more than most of us would, but, like, they're in the exact same situation. It's like, Try to get under a table. Hang on to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you've been studying this stuff for 50 years, and when push comes to shove, all you got is get your head under a table. Right, doesn't he, like, because there's a point where he goes on television, and he's, like, talking to, I don't know what TV station, but, CNN, like... CNN, I think. They hack into yeah, all sure, of them. Sure, sure. Fake news, whatever. The cable would news be, network. Would be yeah. CNN. So he's, like, uh, you know, get out of the city, and if you can't get out of the city, like duck under something your life may depend on it yeah yeah and it's just like again so useless so you there's a fucking tsunami what does it matter if you're under a table i feel like what happened is for those of you who don't know brandon used to work at the ups store for a lot of years i feel like paul giamatti came in and you were like oh my god paul giamatti and he like big leagued you no he didn't but uh we did have a lot of overweight ginger white people come in and they did give me a lot of attitude, so maybe some of that I'm just kind of like transferring to Paul Giamatti now. I apologize. <laughs> on behalf of the redheads. On uh, behalf of all overweight redheads, it's, if you would just package the damn 
Cardboard box. Pollard's <laughs> on edge today. I want paper and bubble wrap, you bastard. No plot rundown issues with shipping. Brandon, I, I heard keep Pollard telling everyone the paper Pollard doesn't do anything. <laughs> he verbally undressed some poor woman at Jack in the Box earlier. Dear God, <laughs> he used the R word. It wasn't good. No, yeah, there was a guy in front of me in the Jack in the Box drive-through who definitely called the woman a retard. <laughs> And I felt like, dude, at this point, she's now spitting in my food. Yeah, no, that's that's messed up. She was overly sweet, too. <laughs> she had a Chick-fil-A vibe to her. Like, she was going places for sure. Yeah, she was. She was yeah, I she like was. how your, your places she's going are still the fast food industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what yeah. I'm saying is everyone yeah. at Chick-fil-A is going somewhere. Okay. She's also going somewhere. All right. <laughs> You're good. You're you're fucking talented. You could be at Starbucks. <laughs> Why are you wasting your life yeah. away at Jack in the Box when you could be at Burger King? One <laughs> word for you, Burger King. <laughs> no, Starbucks. You guys are painting her in a corner. I think she'd be great at like a Payless. You know, like, the shoe oh, I thought you were gonna yeah. say Payway. No, Payless. She's like, not Payway material. No, no, definitely not. No. Payless is tough too. There's a lot of inventory. Yeah, right. Yeah, a lot going on. Mervins? She, I could see a Mervins, Mervin's gig. Mervins is out of business, dude. Coles? Coles is still in business. She she starts at the bottom. She's the one who checks the circular racks to see if any uh-huh. kids are hiding in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You used to hide in those racks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I look at those nowadays, and I'm like, how did I fit in there? Exactly. My God. I remember just like being so comfortable in there. Yeah, like, there's yeah so, so much space to operate. Yeah, you <laughs> wanted to live yeah. there. One of your poems is like about the first time you felt like you were at home. Yeah, was inside the clothing well, racks at Mervin's. Well, my mom told me to get out and try on these husky jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Mom, I want Jenko. Jenko's cool. She's like, don't worry, I can hem the bottom up for you. <laughs> This was before they uh, outlawed husky fur uh, on jeans. <laughs> sure, sure. What are we talking about? San Andreas. Ben and Ollie and Blake uh, kind of robbed this Radio Shack store. It looked like a, like a swap meet kiosk. <laughs> yeah, it did. Just, like yeah. shit no one wants. Yeah, it had some <laughs> it, tiny gadgets that like looked cool but would break immediately. Blake, Blake has Clutch Award written all over her. She gets my crotch award. Yeah. <laughs> Like she, close race though for two women that are like 15 years apart because Carla Cugino is pretty good looking also. She yeah, and she has been so. discussed as McSullivan's counterpart right? and McSullivan. Yeah, like she fits the mold. When we get to casting, like she's gonna be on the list for sure. She, we're bringing her into audition, and it's like between her and two other people. Yeah, and it's like you, we don't need Kathleen to see... Turner and someone else. Yeah, yeah, you're like in the the, the last round already. Yeah. That'd be great if it was uh, Kathleen Turner's voice over Carla Gugino's. No, body. you know who Kathleen Turner would be? She'd be McSullivan's estranged mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and we refer to her constantly as the estranged mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though they reconciled like in '93 and like have been like around <laughs> since <itself. Yeah. laughs> um, The Rock and Carla keep talking about their dead daughter, and it's like we get it, your daughter died. And like, then you gotta move on. No, it was great though. I need a good like three minute, you know, like kind of dramatic emotional scene in a DTR movie. Yeah. Uh, in order for me to be like, oh yeah, get back to the action. Yeah. yeah. Nonstop action. Let me action. catch my breath. Like right. I need, yeah, exactly. And you get a nice little rest when they land in Bakersfield. Next page. Then we see the uh, another news report and there's a bigger earthquake coming. It's going to be like a nine point something. Another oh, one. Yeah. Really? What? Yeah. 
Giamatti um, gets all sexual again. He's like, <laughs> even though it's happening in California, you'll feel it on the East Coast. Yeah. It will be so big that even though it's happening here in California, you will feel it on the East Coast. You need to find any means possible to drop, cover, and hold on because your life is going to depend on it. God be with you. God be with you. <laughs> yeah. And he sells it. He's God good. with God. And God bless the United States of America. He's the president. He's yeah. the president God of this movie. You're right. There is no president souls. in this movie because they realize all those lines were already covered. Mm-hmm. And they touch on the end like, oh, the seismologist saved everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck that. Um, in Bakersfield, they uh, he slams on the brakes right at the fault line, which is... So uh, I thought at this point in the movie, I'm like, if this is truly a Fast and the Furious uh you know like time frame of movie like it's it's happening in that same era of the 2010s he would just back up and just drive right over the fault yeah i thought that's what was about to happen it was definitely potential yeah like he gets out he like looks at the jump he's like surveying it and then he finds like a wheelbarrow on the side of the road and he's like this should be she would have been like and she would have been like so what are you doing? You're not going to do what I think you're thinking. Yeah. You know, and him just and like, then he just huh, does the seat buckle, the belt buckle. He's like, hang just on. thinking, looking at the angles. Yeah. Raymond, 12 hours. Raymond, like, we are not doing yeah. this. <laughs> he's like, I got an idea. Couple flips in midair. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. And that, we get a great, uh, he says, she's like, what is this? What is this? San Andreas fault. And he like turns and like it's almost a freeze frame of him like looking off yeah. into the distance. Majestic like, music. And right before that, she says like, "Where are we?" And he goes, "Bakersfield." And it's just like this bitch doesn't know what anything is. No. <laughs> the next earthquake hits. It's a nine point six, so the biggest ever recorded. The Rock takes a boat. He has to race up the tsunami before it crests. That's a cool that is too. such a great scene. It's the best scene in the movie. Uh, Looks like we're having barbacoa tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the wave crashes, water fills the city. Everywhere. And I was hoping that it washes away the homeless poop. No, the city needs a see. nice cleaning. Okay. <laughs> What's next here? Um, water is filling the building. The rock goes in and he gets a second chance at saving a daughter from drowning. Gosh, traumatic. <laughs> and he doesn't do well for a little while. But he saves her. He gives her mouth to mouth. That was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. that scene a lot. Um, uh-huh. What I liked about it was imagining her dying. Because, like, at one point, they're like, oh, she's dead. Yeah, he, like, gives up. up. I was just like, what an awkward boat ride for those two British boys. (laughs) Just, like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and it's so like, where do you, so so you guys live in Los Angeles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that Blake was a real you kind know, of you know Kobe Bryant? Like, uh, <laughs> they get out in time, the building crumbles. They live. Yeah, no. Man. Probably tens of thousands of deaths. The reporter lady touches Paul Giamatti's leg. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And he goes, it's, it's too soon after Kim's death. I think we know I'm Kyle's sorry. SOS. 
Yeah. We do I see Paul Giamatti getting some credit for the preparation he provided. For and the, the brilliant invention. Yeah, for like letting everyone have a head start on an earthquake. For sure. I mean, he saved so many lives. It's just Hey, if he like, saved one life, you can't even count them. Yeah. I like the so what now. Yeah, the end is great. Yeah. And, and the, the American flag gets dropped. <laughs> yes. And it's the then best it's end. like, we now we rebuild. And I felt like my heart was rebuilding. No, yeah, American flag. <laughs> what do we do now? We rebuild. Yeah. Epic. But then imagine how sick it would have been to hear. Well, it is. All nice and decent, slip of the crew. This is Mr. Captain Sugar Ray riding through. Sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> he has a credit. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> uh, I was thinking too when I watched it about like. A sick blooper, like, yeah, a light song with, like, outtakes. <laughs> totally. I wanted some fun. I didn't want the, like, patriotic, like, Yeah. Movie. I wanted, like, something like how we did it, we made it. And it was just yeah, like, yeah. super heavy. Yeah. So. Maybe, like, a, maybe, like, a POD alive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or any POD, really. With, like, the action stills, like, <laughs> back in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you know me perfect. Boom! Here comes, comes the boom! The, yeah. <laughs> the end. The end. Stop recording. We are stopping now. Hey all you 5GFA ladies. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever tried to seduce your husband? You know, he's come home from a long day at work, you're in the kitchen in a barely there outfit, looking to have a little fun, and your husband just walks right past you to grab a glass of milk before he goes to the garage to work on his real passion, glass blowing. He gets in the garage and sits at his workbench, but the damn tools won't turn on because he forgot to switch the light switch in the kitchen, which inexplicably controls all the electricity in the garage. So he yells at you from his workbench for you to turn on the light switch, and you're still in your lingerie thinking to yourself, I wish I never married such a talented glass blower who never has enough time to actually practice his glass blowing because he promised his father on his deathbed that he would continue to run the family's historic deli that's been an institution in our small town for over a decade. So much so that his grandfather was awarded a key to the city for his service, slaying at roast beef and the best damn au jus I've ever had, but you turn on the light anyway so that he can do his glass blowing and enjoy his milk because you love him and you know he needs that outlet. And so you go upstairs and change out of your lingerie and into your pajamas and eat some ice cream in bed while you watch your shows. Well, we've all been there. And that's why Paul Giamatti created Paul Giamatti's, the only machine that can predict when your husband will be horny, so that the next time you're wearing lingerie in the kitchen waiting to tease your husband, and he comes <coughs> home to grab his glass of milk, and he comes <coughs> home, and he comes <coughs> home, shut the fuck up, Quinn. <coughs> Paul Giamatti's. Yeah, I liked that too. Earthquake. Can you hear this, Brandon? Yeah. We're playing some Tracy Chapman. Not Fast Car. No. I thought you were playing Chappie Traceman. You were thinking of Dick Tracy. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty groovy, right? Pollard. The best scene I saw was hands down. Kyle, best scene you saw. 
Uh, best scene I saw, I liked all the scenes you guys touched on, the Giamatti stuff, the boat stuff, the opening scene, all great scenes. Best scene I saw, uh, hands down, was... so good let's move on to how do you do that how do you do what you do to me i'm feeling blue wish i knew how you do it to me but i haven't a clue how did brandon get so flustered about the uh <laughs> technology and the device they it's so they stupid. developed that was proven to predict earthquakes before they happen yes it, and it, it, it was able to save one person's life yeah. it's totally worth it yeah. I've never seen him thrown off his game <laughs> no, so No, I was pissed. I'm still pissed. I he don't care for heated. Paul Giamatti's uh, work that he's done. He saved a few people. How do we know that? Because he caught a woman in his arms, a baby you, girl. You really, you really should check yourself before you wreck yourself, Brandon. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm dangerously close it. to wrecking yourself. Also, he warned San Francisco to evacuate. He warned San Francisco before the, the quake hit. He did. That, that didn't save anybody. I'm sure it saved people. Hey, he, he threw San in the Francisco. line about like get co- like find cover if you can't get out of the city. Again. So I imagine one person found cover that survived that would have died had they yeah. not found so cover. So you think in an earthquake they would have been like, well, nobody told me to seek cover, so I'm just going to stand here. People Listen. are stupid, Brandon. Listen, <laughs> people are dumb. People are stupid. No, I think it's uh, I think the Paul Giamatti stuff's a waste of time, but let's keep going. Okay. Sure, that'll be the last Agreed time it's mentioned. <laughs> uh, Kyle, how do you do that? Uh, so when Paul Giamatti is, you know, saying like we have to warn everyone, and sure. the reporter's like, we can't get it out, like, mm-hmm. and he's like, That's baby, we're at Caltech, we can do anything. That's right. And Paul Giamatti has the confidence to take her by the hand and lead her down the hallway and it's like openly gay man how'd he get that confidence to just grab this (laughs) beautiful reporter lady by the hand and say follow me if you want to live no like you know yeah no it's just there's opportunity in disasters to like make your move yeah let's move on to that had had to hurt Pollard, that had to hurt. That had to hurt. This is also Giamatti related. Oh my god! When he doesn't get his kiss with the reporter at the end. Yes, so but he, she like, touches her leg. There's a leg yeah, touch, and like you, you just pointed out, there's some hand holding. Uh-huh. Um, we get Blake and the boy get to kiss. We Ollie? get Rock and the ex-wife get to kiss. Yeah. Also, Rock and Blake yes. get to kiss. Yes. 
Yes. Mouth to mouth, yeah. No kiss for Giamatti. It's Pappas's bad bite. That had to Pappas's bad hurt. <laughs> but we already explained that he is an openly gay scientist. Kyle, that had to hurt. Uh, it had to hurt to be Larissa. The waitress from the middle of the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this uh, is she died. Carla Cugino is having uh, lunch with that one bitch, Kylie Minogue. She orders the toast point. <laughs> yeah. Have a toast point. Have a toast point. Um, <laughs> the and... damn luncheon? Yeah. <laughs> go back to the luncheon. Go back to the luncheon. Go back to the Hoover damn luncheon. And the waitress comes over and she says, Hi, I'm Larissa. I'll be taking care of you today. Can I tell you about our specials? Please, I'd love to hear Actually, them. could you come back in a few minutes, Larissa? Yeah, sure. Wow, I've lived that life. I've been a server. Like, that's demoralizing. Yeah, when you, you get the go for the specials, yeah. and then another person's like, actually, pump your brakes, We're dude. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to talk about, about her dead right. daughter first. I'll flag you down when we're ready. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'll snap like this, and yeah. that means I'm ready to work. Yeah. <laughs> and when I point to my water, that means fill it now. <laughs> yeah. And Larissa's a pro. She's like has a smile on her face, and she's like, yeah, absolutely. Like I'll come back. Yeah. And she, like you know she was devastated. Yeah, but that looks like a high end. Like She knows... She deals with a lot yeah, of she's like used to people totally. treating yeah, powerful she, assholes. You've been a server. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Like, you it know. hurts. It hurts. It's not fun. Yeah. yeah and then you... also, Larissa, moments later, has the chance to go up to the roof with the wife. She's like, come with me. And the mob takes her down the stairs yeah. to her death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, poor Larissa, you were so close to saving your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, my that had to hurt. It had to hurt seeing your lover and lab partner killed in a freak damn collapsing incident. Yeah. yeah. That you know? fucking hurts. Like, He's hurts. he's your little guy that uses like he's like I'll go into the den and, yeah. and fire up this machine and hopefully it works yeah. and it did work and like you guys didn't get to celebrate together yeah. no he died yeah, if he only saved the, the machine could have predicted that he also like he got his foot impaled that and like so he couldn't even get out if he wanted to yeah. and then he got taken away with like boulders and yeah. like. He probably a quick death hopefully for yeah. him but like maybe not <laughs> maybe about, really long that and part I thought about like. Was it a quick death? I don't <laughs> I think like, so. No. I was like, can you imagine the falling and just yeah, like... Yeah, he probably fell like... And then know, like drowned. 50 well, no, he probably, yeah, he probably went fall. down, like yeah. got an air pocket, but was like all yeah. of his bones were broken. <laughs> he, he watched his own death. Yeah. yeah, and then I think he just died of starvation. <laughs> it was enough to just like stay alive to feel like, all the pain. I like yeah. how his last words to the girl were like, close your eyes. Close because your I feel eyes. Like, close your eyes. I feel like he was also speaking to himself. Yeah. Close your like, eyes. Right. And then I feel like he was speaking to me, and I missed the next like four minutes of the movie. Because <laughs> right he never now. said, open your eyes again after <laughs> that. So he died? Yeah, yeah, he didn't make it. Brandon, that had to hurt. Uh, the guy that got blasted by debris after Daniel pulled him away from his hiding spot. That yeah. definitely that hurt. That had to hurt, because you're thinking like, oh my God, this uh, huge... I don't even know how long he had that spot. He might have been there like for hours. And it's just like, this is my spot and I'm not giving it up. And, uh, and Daniel just comes in and he's just like, get out of here. Also, and, uh, the de debris gets taken. He, it takes him away. Also, that just, your, that your last moments are like, man, I just got manhandled by that stranger guy. Like you're right. kind of, you're a little self-conscious mm -hmm. in addition to getting killed. Yeah. Absolutely. His last words were, hey. Hey. 
Hey, man. Oh, that's my spot. I'm standing here. Yeah, it's like when someone cuts in front of you in line, you know, and the baseball yeah. game's already in the third mm-hmm. inning and you're trying to get tickets. And some drunk guy just like, but and you're like, hey! But then also, I feel like this is a specific killed. story. But yeah, you get pertaining killed, to yeah. you. You've it lived may it. Not have yeah. been at the Angels. I don't stadium. fight it. Well, whenever like whenever that guy gets to like an afterlife, and it's like, hey, who is that guy that like took me out of that spot? It's like. He's the most successful architect in San Francisco. <laughs> like, Motherfucker. Well, it's like, all right, well, he deserves to be there, I guess. Yeah, and damn it. Like, city. <laughs> Why does he get a great life? Was that guy murdered, sure, right? Man. Like, do you think it was murder or, like, survival, no. like you said? No, it's it not murder. That'd be, that was a manslaughtery thing. Okay. Because he didn't do the killing. Yeah. But he, like, contributed There's to... There's, like, right, different right. laws that yeah. apply during natural disasters. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's martial law, so anything goes. Oh, wow. It's like yeah. the open sea. It's like... I'm more into martial arts it's kind of like it's kind of like the purge no i've seen i've seen you uh wait tables kyle i i've seen how you do with the martial arts how i fly around the room it's so fast the The roller sensei in your time teaching in japan take sensei as you were known you know who gave me that name was was deguchi naohi oh was all sensei's teacher is the one who gave me that name fantastic that's right and during that time you were known for a very hard practical style of Aikido what you were teaching was that close to what O-sensei had developed or were you taking a more aggressive harder style of Aikido that you were teaching? I believe that in Aiki we had something called Goju-ryu which was the, the circle, the square and the triangle and um, you know the hard, the medium and the soft but the soft was the most severe and that's, that was the riddle that most people didn't understand um, I grew up in a very, very dangerous area, an area that was all gangsters, yakuza, fighting every day in Shinjuku and in, in, in uh, Osaka when I finally went there. Uh, I believe that O-sensei had something called Okuden, which meant the secret... Uh, he had a uh, statue of uh, Higurohirogoda Nabadaguchi. <laughs> oh, the founder of judo. <laughs> okay, whatever. But just also thinking about uh, Steven Seagal just getting trained by some Latino guy where it's just like, yeah, dog, just come around the back. I'll teach you some fucking karate and shit. He's so yeah. full of shit. Like, listening to that interview, he's like, I'm like, I consider myself Japanese. And it's like, I lived in Japan until I was like four. And then I came here. And like, I started at a restaurant, but also like, like I didn't, and he's yeah. just like a constantly lying. I don't think that guy has no, a real think, like, no, true story. No. And I think he's so far removed from reality that like yeah. he believes what he says, and yeah. it's just like ah, I lived in Japan as a child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can tell as he's talking, he's like creating and spewing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love him. Yeah. Let's Jim move money. on to who organizes the reunion. Who organizes the reunion? It's so nice to come together. Um, Pollard, who organizes the reunion? So I think nobody cares what you think. Blake's sister oh. organizes the reunion. That's interesting. Mallory? I like this. Yeah, Who's Mallory? Yeah, Mall- Mallory. Yeah. Mallory, when she comes back from the dead Aaron, in that's a... that's the first time I've heard you say her name all podcast. <laughs> when she comes back from the Look, dead... Look, I don't blame myself. ...in a zombie quake... Whoa! What's that? So it's like an earthquake... And all the dead bodies Abraham in the ground Lincoln, zombie crawl out <laughs> through the exposed fault lines, 
and they climb up the you know those like That's little fucking cool the little You're talking about the, uh, the lizard people so like at first you just think it's an earthquake and then all of a sudden these zombies start crawling out of the fault lines yeah, and okay. like rampage through the city rampage so, nice so she <laughs> right so she's she shows up and tries to eat or kill and or kill her sister Blake sure. at the uh, at Daniel's house, mm-hmm. right in the backyard. Oh, so they are at Daniel's house. They're at Daniel's house. So he's okay. He's okay. Like Brandon said. And yeah, uh, there's a pool. The Rock shows up just in time, wrestles her into the pool, and is forced to drown her in order to save Blake. Wow. Yeah, no, it's quite we have a reunion. we have very similar reunions. So he has to like so, uh, the three of us like, do. Yeah, it's like painstaking. Like he's crying, mm-hmm. and it's like ugly crying, and it's, <laughs> and it's like just like I don't want to do this. Like yeah. he was at fault for killing her before, uh, and there's a fault. So I, a couple questions about this. So the zombie quake, it's like when you die, your body is just like magically transported to the San Andreas Fault. If you were paying attention, <laughs> and if you to and if there's an earthquake, machine, that's where all the bodies come out of. You would know that there are electromagnetic pulses at different areas in the ground. It wouldn't. Oh, it wouldn't right, revive yeah, no. all zombies. That's, that's what helps you go. My my machine. I've spent years on it and millions of dollars. It tells me that in eight seconds there's gonna be a zombie quake. Shut up! Thank I like God we up. have the machine. Shut your mouth. I like the end of your movie because like he's you know crying and drowning her Ugly again, crying. and then yeah. you like you he looks up and it's like a thousand zombies running towards him, and it's like oh fuck. His ugly crying is just like snot all over. Yeah. You know? uh, he has but no time to grieve. It's He's all about that shot of the fault line, though, and the zombies like crawling up the sides of the earth. If I honestly, honest to God, if I was a movie producer, that <laughs> image alone in my head is like, yes, green light it. I want to see it. Does that set it up for disasters, a zombies. It's awesome. Just I'm romance. in. I'm fucking in. Yeah. God, that's good. And yours is very similar, Kyle, so why don't you go next? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I think Mallory organizes a reunion. <laughs> we know she's dead, but she's super pissed off and going to haunt her dad, Dwayne Johnson, because he saved Blake and he didn't save her. Right. Yeah. So The Rock calls the leading scientist mind in the world, Paul Giamatti, yes. who has created Giamatti's Ghost Trapper technology, no, no, which is really, no. really quite brilliant no. um, and ahead of its time. Ghost Trapper. Uh, Giamatti traps no, the ghost long enough for The Rock to kill his dead ghost ghost daughter Mallory for a second time. Oh, so. he kills the wow. ghost daughter? How does yeah. he kill the ghost daughter? He traps her. Giamatti traps well, the ghost and, and he, you know, strangles her. So now, now you think because he's a seismologist, he can also Giamatti get Giamatti also made ghost gloves, which allow you to touch the ghost through right. the, you know, other world. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. according to ghost so, law, once you kill a ghost for the second time, it's officially dead. It's like, you yes. can't be charged. It's like yeah, there's yeah. no way when it's you're coming dealing back. With Double like jeopardy. Radioactive material and you put your arms into the mm-hmm. holes into the <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like that. Yeah. I picture a lot of ghost uh, sexual harassment from those gloves. Well... It's not like there you can feel it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, my reunion, I think Guy Fieri organizes the reunion. <laughs> Killer. And he hosts a San Francisco Relief charity episode of Guy's Grocery Games. Mm. So he gets The Rock, Carla Gugino, mm. and Alexander Daddario. 
Mm-hmm. And we'll put Ben in there. He goes home first. You know, he's like the first one. Yeah, yeah he doesn't know. And all the home. rounds in the episode are all like. Ollie's a judge. To, to, yeah, Ollie's like the cute judge <laughs> and like helper and just like this. this, this and you see that he's the third judge. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, you see that he's the judge and you're like, fuck, the kid's the judge. Like, I was like yeah. going to take this serious and now I'm not. Yeah. But the, the ingredients are all like related. Like, one episode's all fire. Or one like so this is like course. a full series. No, no, I meant like the the rounds. Oh, okay. So one yeah. round's like fire related, where you need to like grill something. Mm-hmm. Another one's has to do with water, where you need to like boil yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So shaking it's all pretending. Stuff. Yeah, a lot of like shaking. Yeah, one your only thing you can something. use is like the shaker. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Shaky, so. shaky beef. It's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a Bay Area guy supports the Bay. Yeah, so. he does. Alex Guinnessy is there. The whole cast is there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, um, cool. also, uh, uh, let's bring back Emeril Lagasse because we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, kick it up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, on life support, judging. <laughs> yeah, just like Mario Botelli's like barefoot and just like being a weirdo. Emeril's doing the weird older guy thing where he just kind of like looks in a direction and not really at someone, and it's just like yeah. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on to the clutch award oh, baby we're so clutch <laughs> oh, oh you're so clutch oh, we're so clutch baby you are so money and you don't even know it Pollard who wins your Ryan P clutch award I don't want to go as vague as Paul Giamatti but I will say Nevada <laughs> the Paul machine G- Paul Giamatti's chalkboards yeah. <laughs> All right, that's acceptable. They're so clutch. That They're the best acceptable. supporting actor that never speaks. Wow. So much room for equations. <laughs> it's every single inch is filled. There's no way in every room. Like, like what are you writing like, up there, dude? My clutch award goes to Paul Giamatti. Good, um, good call. Good call. <laughs> and it's uh, it's not for all the people he saved because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you quantify Look, that? Look, he, he sat down for the interview after not wanting to do it. Yeah. And the students were like, look, we'll tell him to go away. Kim died yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. this is too much. And he's like, no, I need to do it for Kim because he died for this work. Mm-hmm. And what he really ends up doing is he saves his own life by going back to work that day. Wow. Imagine yeah. him sitting at home, seeing all this yeah. happening, be like, Fuck, Kim died, and I like could have done something to help this. No, he goes back to work and yeah. like continues the fight, and in that way he saves himself. Right, but he doesn't even recognize it because he's so selfless and yeah. about other people. He is. Yeah, that's fucking clutch. He puts clutch. others up. That's so clutch. Brandon, who wins your clutch award? Uh, whoever instructed The Rock to do what he do, what he does, because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This guy, Stallone, this guy is pilots. presenting the clutch award. No, for you're, sure. You're going to jump out and you're going to rip the door off. You're going to rip that door off. Let's move on to quotes. I understand that you've publicly stated that someday scientists will be able to predict earthquakes. Well, actually, as of yesterday, we now believe that we can predict them. Professor! Tell us something about the movie that was set in the movie. I mean, they're not good quotes. It's just really funny situational quotes i would say rather than uh memorable (laughs) quotes so after the rock tells everybody to like get to the safety of the stadium and that giant light structure falls down crashes down Mm -hmm. the rock says 
Anybody okay? Anybody hurt? No. Is anybody hurt? And a lone man says no. It's like, oh, you did a quick ocular inspection of, of everybody to make sure everyone's fine. Yeah. And you felt so assured of that that you were like, no, we're all good. Everyone's fine. Don't worry about us. Yeah, and it's uh, it's such a big one of those things. But like, if you break it down to like other things in life, like that just is so annoying in general. Like, yeah. does anyone need help with the email thing? And it's like, no. It's like, wait, <laughs> just because you didn't doesn't yeah. mean nobody else does. Exactly. Like, you just robbed all these people of the rock, like checking them out and seeing if they need help. Yeah, I like that scene too. We didn't really talk about it, but like, I like the situational part of it too, where it was like. How'd we end up over here? Just some dude in a shirt told us to. Like, yeah. not a cop. Not like he was just a dude in a gray shirt. He was. And everyone he was, was listening. Massive. He was massive. Yeah. He okay. Was, all right. He well. looked like he could have tore me in half if he wanted to. Good reason to listen to somebody. You know, like what an action figure looks like. It's kind of what this guy looked like. But bigger. Pollard quotes. Uh, I really like. Uh, Mom's gonna love her. Mom's going to love her. Kyle, quotes. <laughs> All right, first one is like also from that scene, Brandon, where it's situational. Um, and The Rock, after he saves the people on the side of the baseball building, one of the girls goes, how'd you know we'd be safe? And he goes, just get up against something sturdy, protect yourself. And it's like, it. so you didn't. You had no idea we'd be safe. You just said get against the wall because get against the wall. Somebody's got to make a call. <laughs> yeah. That's the best we got. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, that wasn't reassuring at all. Um, when Ben is going to interview for the job and he's talking to Blake, he says, I'm not picky or proud. It's just I want to work here. If you're an architect, this is the place to be. It's like, sounds like you are picky and you're proud. Yeah. <laughs> he flew all the way from London yeah. to San Francisco yeah. for a job interview. He's like, I'm not picky. I just want to work here. <laughs> this is the only place I'll work. I'm not picky or proud. Um, and then the last line, I really liked it. It was at the very beginning of the movie. And it's like what we do every time before the pod. Uh, the Rock says, all right, tuck them in, boys. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like a thing we do here before we start. So I no, just like true. to shout out. <laughs> yeah. Tuck them in, boys. Let's move on to... What takes me out of the movie? Kyle, what takes you out of the movie? I got two. First one, I guess I'm not reading into this too much because we talked about it, but when the little girl gets rescued, I was under the impression when Kim leaps and throws the girl into Paul Giamatti's arms, it was Kim's way of saying, I love you, Paul. I'll always love you. Sure. And even though we never formally married, <laughs> you're the only one I've ever loved. Yeah. I know you wanted a child, and here she is. Take care what? of our little girl. And then one minute later, a lady comes over who's probably the that, girl's mom. That old bitch. Just takes her away. <laughs> yeah, no thank you or anything. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't understand. Kim gave her to me. <laughs> yeah. This was going to be the adoptive daughter. Is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> She's ours now. She'd be dead if it was yeah. for you. Come along, Juliet. Like, it's like, whoa, what did she name her already? Yeah, it just ended so quickly. Like, yeah. I was like, wait, it was like. She's gonna be like his new kid, yeah. and like following. And yeah. He's gonna like, come wow. back with him to Caltech and like. Yeah, it took me out. 
You like no, a weird that, like. That does take me out of the movie. I need to find a mom for you. Yeah. And then he starts dating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. How like, would you like, like a, how'd you like a hot reporter mom this reporter, time around? Like, you could, yeah. You could yeah. Yeah. Her. She said the chemistry of the reporter, and she's like, yeah. keeps like, Dad, go. <laughs> and they just took that from us. They yeah. just took it away. Fuck, that's a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pollard had too many cola gummies. <laughs> she's like next to him when he's on TV, like yeah. outside of the frame, but like supporting. Him. Yeah, and he's doing his earthquake thing, and she like butts in with like, uh, "If you want to date my dad, like go to those like sweepstakes. It's like you got mailed. It's like a ripoff. Yeah, Honey. sleepless in Seattle. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 names are Kim. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Fuck yeah. yeah. New name. You're not Linda anymore. You're Kim. <laughs> for Kimberly it's like no it's just Kim 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 Park you can lengthen it if you want to Dr. Kim Park or Kim it's up to you Dr. Kim Park Giamatti (laughs) the staff is just like man it's been weird ever since he came back he's got this girl yeah Calls her Kim. Like, I mean, he's not even trying to find the parents. It's tough because, like, <laughs> on we one call hand... someone? Like, no, no, he's actively avoiding them. He's uh, dyed yeah. her hair, changed the name. Yeah. yeah. On one this hand, kid, like, it's he very bizarre. Be on the other no. hand, he's great with her. Yeah, he is. He's oh, super supportive. That's great. Yeah. Let's move oh, on. Oh, I gotta do mine. Oh, Let's shit. Let's move on to, to Brandon. 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 What takes you out of the movie? Uh, Alexandra Daddario's boobs. The hottest new cereal in town is here to titillate you. So say goodbye to Cheerios and say hello to Daddario's. What makes Daddario's so unique is the fact that they're shaped like boobs. What makes them even more unique is they also possess Pollard's patented lactation process. Add just one tablespoon of water to your bowl of Daddario's to activate the Daddario's milking agent, which releases from the center of each Daddario and fills the bowl with room temperature whole milk. Not only tasting delicious, but saving you hundreds of thousands of dollars each year in milk costs. So go grab a handful of Daddario's today. They're simply the breast. Let's move on to McMulligan's. Kyle McMulligan. Uh, so my McMulligan, uh, when, we've talked about this scene, but when they land, uh, Carlo Gugino goes, where are we? And the rock goes, Bakersfield. And it would have been so much better and still appropriate for him to say, just outside of Banning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like another that dumpy shithole. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> nondescript, middle yeah. of nowhere. She like asked uh, if we can stop at Capazon yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that, that would have been so much. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, there's a sign that says just outside of Banny, like population like seven thousand. It's like whoa, that's uh, yeah. going out of business for awful yeah. falafel. Mervin's going out of business. <laughs> Brandon McMulligan. I already discussed this, but when they uh, stop in the middle of the road and there's the San Andreas Fault right in front of them, just you know reverse and jump over that thing. That yeah. would have been really what this movie was yeah. missing. Yeah, I agree. That would have been a nice car jump over a fault That would have been the, bo- would have been the ranch sauce scene. dressing the, the ranch. To the my, buttermilk ranch or the, the that would have been mm-hmm. That would have been the buttermilk ranch to the jalapeno popper. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Someone's All fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if my jalapeno popped all over that ranch, it'd be it'd be like that. <laughs> oh, we're losing you, Pollard. You are out of shape for this. Hey, this is this is a ranch dressing of a pod. Um, <laughs> let's move on to. Sauce. Yeah, that works. That lines Sauce. up with your ranch. Hell yeah. Sauce it up. So we saw that truck go from the guy looting to the rock to the old guy, like, very quickly. And I don't know what this is called, but one of the... They're doing shows and movies where it's like, it just is the truck throughout the day mm. passing through, like... Oh, like the people. dash cam? Yeah, sort what? of like that. The truck is just, like... Like those old people go home and someone else takes the truck and it goes uh, there. Like, yeah. Where did the truck start this day at? I like that. And it's like just it. following the truck and it keeps getting. I like it because I'm assuming these people don't know I'm watching them and that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's cool. I like that. It's kind of like the, uh, <laughs> like the Simpsons have done it. The TV shows where it's like the dollar gets passed and you see like the how the yeah, dollar moves how the around. story changes. Yeah. I love it when you that can with that make, truck. when you can make an object a character mm-hmm. in a movie. And yeah. That sounds like that to me. Absolutely. The end. That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys. Uh, With a little ranch dressing on top. (laughs) Let's move on to genre swap. All right, I tell you what you do. Pull the old switcheroo. Kyle, genre swap. Um, So Aaron knows this about me. I've been listening to the song Donkashe quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Picture show, second balcony was the place we'd meet. Second seat, go Dutch treat. You were sweet. Go higher than that. I always thought that was a girl singing the song, and then my mom told me it was Wayne Newton. And I looked him up, and I was like, oh, shit, the dude from Vegas. Vacation also. Yeah, and he's, like, super leathery. He's got a big mm. forehead. and He's I had wanna... a little bit of work done. Oh, a lot of bit of work. <laughs> and I want to see a Wayne the Rock Newton yes. biopic <laughs> where the Rock... Goes all in on like his Oscar bait, where he's Wayne Newton, just like a two and a half hour like serious What's movie. What's the physical transformation? Does he go to the he Wayne gets... Newton body type, or does he like? I'm gonna pitch it as like a buff version. No, of Wayne he Newton. he goes to the body type, but most importantly, he does the hair. Like he yeah, doesn't yeah. wear a wig. Like he gets it. Like, oh, all, he grows like, it out. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I like that. Yeah. Because like. With that, there's room for, like, it doesn't look quite right because he went natural, <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so into that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, just like a really like serious him. Wade Newton. <laughs> just, I'm, this is my Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, look at no him. one likes the movie. <laughs> look at this dude. <laughs> yeah, he's Can't you imagine movie. The Rock? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a picture of The Rock from his early days that resembles that. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, Wayne The Rock Newton. Um, my genre swap, 
I would like to see this movie as like a Valentine's Day rom-com of like everyone's intertwined and connected and falling. Yeah. We talk about everyone kissing and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, the movie, like there's not a ton to like make it there, no. but the trailer is what I'm focused on. A trailer oh, for this version <laughs> would be so fucking cool and you can make it from the scenes in the movie. Yeah, there's, there's enough. a lot of. The, the dining, shoulder touch? Shoulder touch, shoulder yeah. Touch. The, like, hand grabbing the hand. Yeah. The, like, uh, the, the picture of him and Kim. The, like, yeah. Carla Cugino and Mar- Kylie Minogue dining yeah. scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, like, a scene straight from those movies. Totally. Bitchy lunch. Agreed. <laughs> you know, like, that's great for also, that. Also, there's other stars that make it into the trailer but aren't in the film. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they're just like, oh, I didn't know Childish and it's Gambino like, was uh, in this. And yeah. it's like, he's not. It's like a, a pink song or something playing, you know, just, like, a great song going with the trailer about everyone falling in love. Maybe Dave Matthews Band? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, the song is key. Yeah, the yeah song. no, whatever song you put. Crazy, uh, I'm thinking. No, not that one. Crazy, I'm thinking. Just knowing that the world is round. And here I'm dancing on the ground. Am I right side up or upside down? Side up. <laughs> Sad down. Give me oh, one reason to stay. Oh, I'm dreaming. Oh, I'll turn right back, back around. Yeah, that'd be good. Give me one reason to stay here, and I'll turn right back around. <laughs> Tracy Chapman. Um, we all genre. Do Brandon? Do Brandon go? I'll do a genre swap. Here I go. Swap it up, bro. All right, so at the end of the movie, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they, like, zoom out to show a satellite view of San Francisco. Yeah. So there's, like, something just small that they could do to take this into the sci-fi territory that I love so much. Mm. And that is they just keep zooming out until Mm -hmm. you see the view of the entire planet. And then you keep zooming out so you see that the entire Earth is nothing more than like a snow globe on an alien's mantle. Yeah. And then the alien kids are shaking the Earth snow globe. And uh, it's revealed that that's what causes the earthquakes in the movie. That's that's like Men in Black. Yeah, Yeah, just like a little Men in Black kind of It takes like a while to get there of just like, there's the Oort cloud. There's the... It's just a journey through the solar system. And in that case... What you're describing makes Paul Giamatti's technology even more impressive. Yeah. But now he's predicting aliens controlling our. Is this your attempt at like a campaign to like discredit Paul <laughs> Giamatti because I don't like that? Uh, it's, I'm not trying to discredit him. He does that plenty on his own. Yeah, why are you turning your back on science in favor of your uh, your fantasy fiction? Listen, listen. Yeah. I'm not against science. To... I'm just saying I listen to whatever my political leaders tell me to listen to. So if they say it's bad Good science, man. I'm going to agree. It's bad science. Kyle can get behind that. I get it. I'm in. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now we're going to turn our attentions to ex-local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's Main Minute. Hey, everybody. It's Mike from Maine, here today to talk a little bit about a movie I didn't see, San Andreas. Um, It's a movie that has The Rock in it, Paul Giamatti's in it, that lady from True True Detectives in it. She was also in It's Always Sunny, a bit role. I didn't see the movie. I really didn't want to watch it. They told me to watch it, like, maybe eight months ago. I haven't really had much to do, but just about anything would be better than watching that movie. All I know, the movie's in, is, is, it's in California. It's about an earthquake. 
Um, it's probably fucking shit. And The Rock isn't a good cook. So, that's all I got. All right. Let's move on to Blu-ray price. How much would you pay for the movie? What, like if I could only watch it on Blu-ray or you something? Only watch it one time. If you only, well, the only way you could watch it. Was I'm gonna go eight dollars on this one. Uh, my Blu-ray, fifteen ninety-nine. Kyle, Blu-ray. So my Dwayne the Blu-ray price of the week is five dollars. Nice. Pollard, Blu-ray, forty-nine ninety-nine. Jesus, <laughs> he's back. He is back. <laughs> he's back, and he brought his wallet. Was this his first time seeing it? You know what? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I felt like at the end of the movie that I had seen the ending before. Okay. But that didn't occur to me at any other point. Okay. So maybe I flipped through it on cable or something, but yeah. either I, way, I do want to see it again multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah. Forty nine ninety nine dollars worth of times. Yeah. And you could buy a lot of ranch dressing with that. <laughs> Depends on where you go. So maybe twenty five bucks but and nope. a bottle of ranch. Nope. Big bottle of ranch with it. <laughs> Like a gallon of ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Costco $39.99 ranch. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Does This Movie Work as a McSullivan Vehicle? Yeah. Let's do some McSullivan. Pollard, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? I was thinking, and I was thinking no, and then I was thinking yes. And He's asked not. to run the lead on a case of a serial scratchers theft case. <laughs> yes. He's staking out all the 7-Elevens. Sounds like a messy situation. It is. He's staking out all the 7-Elevens in the area, and he meets a British kid and his younger brother. Mm. He strikes a deal where he will continue to buy them booze if they pay for his... And also get the numbers of young, attractive women they come across by posing as tourists who want to share their itinerary. <laughs> Taps right in to yeah. that ploy. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mac decides he's going to steal scratchers himself by asking the attendants to inventory their scratchers for them, and he just takes them all. And he continues to report to the police more stolen cases. Like, he's always like, ah, I'm right next to them. Like, yeah. they keep stealing so scratchers. Yeah. It's, like, it's just him. He's <laughs> always like, just misses the best. Yeah, I just missed him. There's so many. Thought I had you, Baja. Yeah, perpetual <laughs> Pappas' bad bite. <laughs> During one of their hits, um, an earthquake erupts. And the Brit boys are like, we need to get safe, get to high ground or whatever. And Mac is like, no, this is our chance to loot all the scratchers everywhere. Yeah. Mac continually throws people into harm's way in order to get more scratchers. There's a bunch of those. That sounds about right. Mac hotwires a car. Another earthquake hits, and his legs are pinned in the car, and he's stuck. He reaches into his shirt pocket for a baggie, empties the cocaine <laughs> into his nose, and severs his legs with oh the rebar and the destruction. Nice. He hobbles. Disfigurement. He is. He hobbles down the streets towards the water, and there's a rescue ship right in front of him. The crowd is escaping onto. A man offers to carry him to safety. Freedom is right there. At the same time, Max sees yet one more 7-Eleven that's just become vacant when the attendant gets on the boat, and Mac turns down the help and hobbles for more scratchers. <laughs> just then, a skyscraper smashes on top of the store. The tsunami comes and covers him up as well. 
the last shot is a slow motion into the wreckage of the store. A hand is revealed in the center of the frame, continues to zoom in, and you see a finger move, and that's the end. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to be holding up a uh, winning lotto scratcher that said that he got a free ticket. I thought he was going to be holding a bottle of ranch. <laughs> yeah, I, I can rewrite it. And like a jalapeno popper with one bite ticket. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cool, man. That's You're really putting uh, McSullivan through the ringer there. Yeah, not quite commendations at the end. He loses his legs. But he gets a lot of scratchers. None of them are winners. I like the angle. Uh, Brandon, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? After a strange series of events that are explained more in depth than previous McSullivan installments, Pops and Gloria are divorced, and their daughter, along with Gloria, have moved in with McSullivan. Pops is devastated, but at least he knows McSullivan will treat his family members with respect. At least he thought so, until McSullivan started sending Pops pics of himself teabagging Gloria while she's asleep. <laughs> he, also sends, he also sends Pops text messages asking, What kind of cocaine does your daughter like? Never mind, I'll just use the old guess and check method. <laughs> Pops decides this is too much, and he uh, heads over to McSullivan's place to get his family back. At the same time, earthquake enthusiast Magic Mike from Maine has discovered a previously unknown fault line running straight through the city of New Orleans. Magic Mike tries contacting the New Orleans police chief and warning him about an impending earthquake, but the chief thinks it's just another of McSullivan's elaborate pranks to get out of working on a Saturday and hangs up. (laughs) Meanwhile, Pops arrives at McSullivan's house ready to fight to get his wife and daughter back. Suddenly, the ground starts shaking. McSullivan, dressed in nothing but Gloria's bathrobe, opened, of course, (laughs) walks outside to greet Pops, and as the ground starts shaking, he smiles and says, oh yeah, the LSD is kicking in. (laughs) He starts licking Pops' face and screaming that everyone is going to die. But the earthquake subsides as quickly as it began with minimal damage to homes and businesses. Mac is still tripping balls and hides under his kitchen table, believing that the earth is still shaking. Since Mac can no longer make love to Gloria in his psychotic state, Gloria agrees to return home to Pops, but not before she makes Pops promise to wear a red wig and mustache every time they make love. Damn. McSullivan remains under his kitchen table for three days until the LSD finally wears off. Once Mac comes back to his senses, he realizes that he liked his life better when he was on acid and thought the ground was shaking nonstop for three days. Mm. He takes some more LSD and just kind of rides the earthquake wave for as long as he can. The end. I like that. That was good. Yeah. Yes. Especially, like my favorite part was the licking Pop's face. Kyle, does this You movie know it does. You know it does. The movie begins and we see McSullivan take a look at his refrigerator where he sees an invitation he forgot about. We see Mac throw his perfectly edible yet still days old egg salad sandwich into the trash. He grabs his keys and hops in his car. We see McSullivan purchase a wave machine, a jackhammer, some C4, and a smoke grenade. Mac drives to an airfield where he takes the cover off of his 1973 Black Hawk helicopter and fiddles with all the buttons in the cockpit. (laughs) I can't believe he can afford that. (laughs) The audience isn't sure if Mac knows what he's doing as he toggles all the switches different directions and powers up the chopper. At 20,000 feet in the air, McSullivan puts the chopper on autopilot and he begins an extremely aggressive cocaine session. 
We see the various items that he purchased being made into something unrecognizable yet surely dangerous. McSullivan jumps out of the plane and skydives on top of the contraption as they plummet to the ground. While free-falling, Pops calls McSullivan and says over the phone, Where are you, Mac? The party started an hour ago. And McSullivan says, I'm on my way. And oh, Pops, look up. Just then, McSullivan does a backflip off the bomb, releases his parachute, and presses the detonator he's holding in his hand. A giant plume of blue smoke envelops New Orleans, and the C-4 Mac intended to explode in air doesn't go off until it hits the shore of Louisiana's Gulf Coast. Mac gets another call from Pops, and Mac says, I told you this would be the best gender reveal party ever. (laughs) To which Pops tells McSullivan, that gender reveal party happened over a year ago. And you were just supposed to bring the cake. <laughs> because it's actually Pops' great-grandson's first birthday party. Yes! Just then, as Birthdays. McSullivan... <laughs> Love those. You know something's going to happen. <laughs> a little bit of ranch. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a gonna, little bit of ranch on the know, cake. What we do know... Straight out of McSullivan's pop. <laughs> we do know it's not going to be just a normal birthday party. No. Yeah. It's the, the end no. of the story is like, oh, getting, they had a cake. And... Gloria's getting wrecked at some point. <laughs> oh, There's yeah. a birthday party. Gloria's getting wrecked. She's done for. <laughs> Uh, just then, as McSullivan is landing, we see a tsunami wave approaching McSullivan from the device that he set off. McSullivan tells Pops, I'm going to have to call you back. And we see McSullivan rip a line of cocaine, get in a fighter stance, and pull out his revolver before we fade to black. Whoa. <laughs> the end. I like that. Uh, a hurricane was murdered. Sorry, a tsunami was murdered today. <laughs> Shot six times. <laughs> right in the temple. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That was good. All right. Yeah. That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking That'll Around. For this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. That'll. I think it'll do it that'll for do. this episode of Five Guys. That'll gonna, do. Yeah, I got nothing left. Fill the room yeah. in a second. That'll do. Aaron's been farting and it smells real gross. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. But we all had Jack in the Box. I had my first yeah. one ever. <laughs> now we're all Jack and in the Box. And a bunch of carbonated water. So, like, <laughs> it's kind of on us. Oh, man. I definitely could go for some fast food right now. Yeah. it's It was great. And by great, I mean okay. Yeah, it was fine. No, yeah, for sure. But, like, fine. this time of night is just prime. And That's true. May That's you beat the crest in the tsunami of your life. That's right. That's also good. May you also touch the leg of the reporter. Wow, we're on fire. We should keep recording. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed keep no more. the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. There's nothing to fear. But get the fuck down!
Yeah, he no, he fucks a lot of shit up. And we didn't see his thighs really. No, but again, he no. can walk after that. I would have liked fake. to see his thighs. More importantly, Ollie's thighs. Doctor, my thighs. <laughs> can you take me thigh? <laughs> Man. Eric no. Clapton also had a miscarriage. Oh, he did. Will you know my name? <laughs> Are you sure his cream wasn't working? <laughs> I'm sure his cream wasn't working. <laughs> There's also the homeless poop that's mixed in there. Yeah, well, he's a piece of shit, you know. Eric Clapton or yeah, Spencer? Yeah, Eric Clapton. He's going nah, to rest his little uh, rock muscles there. Yeah, it's but clutch. It's like, it is clutch. So I wasn't planning to bring up Star Wars, but like, yeah, you were. This happens yeah, so I saw much your in notes. Star Wars, where like, stuff. <laughs> it's okay. We gotta find you yeah. a movie that you'd pay for. I like Moana. Okay. I'd go like twenty <laughs> bucks for Moana. Uh, Pollard, SOS. So I have a sequel for my SOS. It's a ranch movie. <laughs> There's a lot of ranch. <laughs> about you dressing. poppers and all the ranch. We get the ranch. Never tried it before tonight. <laughs> we got the ranch. Kyle, how did uh, Jana's cream cheese chicken turn out? Oh. I didn't have any, obviously. <laughs> uh, but I think she liked it. I don't know. It, it looked okay, gross good. as shit. It was like nice. a block of cream cheese on top of chicken in a slow cooker. All right. I'm in. I would eat it and enjoy it. With a little bit of ranch. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, brown butter sage sauce. That's great. A little ranch on Forget top. Forget about it. A little ranch on top. <laughs> a little, a little bit. Just a little bit of ranch around there. Canyonero? You can't spend that much time with uh, Alexandra Daddario and, and not pound off. You're saying what we were all thinking. We were all thinking yeah. that. Oh. You feel like your breasts aren't large enough yet? 